0: I'm Judy Carter, and you're listening to the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. Oh, by the way, listen, I so appreciate all the wonderful things that you have said on the about the podcast in the reviews. Uh, I I so appreciate and so great to get feedback, even though it's like delayed <laughs> i'm used to i'm here with jason hey jason now, how's it going you know it's really different when you have an audience yep and you go oh, i'm doing great i'm killing here yeah. and then you're sitting here going like oh, i don't know i could suck I, yeah. whatever <laughs> so it's really great when someone writes and says oh this tip you gave has really helped me i got a gig i'm making money now mm-hmm. i'm doing that so matter of fact everybody announcement Um, my new book is coming out the new comedy bible two years writing it i wrote it for thank you (laughs) i wrote it i wrote it for you um 48 exercises on creating material from your authentic voice and um we're gonna have a comedy workshop in la and if you write a review of the power of purpose podcast let me know that you wrote a review. Um, I'll give you a VIP ticket to it uh, if you're in LA. It's yeah. January twenty second, and well, it's,
1: it's a giveaway for a ticket. Yes, we're not gonna, if every single person. You're not going to give a VIP to every single person who writes a review, are you? Why not? Oh wow, that's even better. You should be writing reviews right now. <laughs>
0: yes, right? Yeah. Why not? Okay. I mean, I'm not taking them out to dinner. All right. I'm not do i have to buy them a drink no I'm not, no. no i'm yeah. not sleeping with anybody okay. so what all right wow <laughs> those days are over but anyway <laughs> but anyway anyway actually that's one of the techniques anyway so um write a review and let me know you wrote it you can email me judy at judy carter.com i'm sure you can figure out how to spell that long ethnic name and uh, let me know you wrote it, and um, we'll see you when the book comes out. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. And Jason, you wanted to talk about something we're doing.
1: Yeah, uh, so so basically, uh, today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about writing or working on spec. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, so... Before we get started, let's kind of break down because that's sort of an industry term and some people don't understand what spec means. Spec basically short for speculation or speculative or essentially you're working for free yeah um so and i
0: think everybody listening to this podcast has gone oh i've been
1: working on spec a lot yeah i've been working on spec my entire life i'm tired Uh, of working on spec exactly and then sometimes in like screenwriting and things like that spec scripts are scripts that are just original ideas they're just original things they're like hey we're writing a spec about blank or whatever but most of the time You know, depending on the creative uh, world that you're in, whether it's performing, writing, design, whatever it might be, spec work is something that you may end up needing to do.
0: Like Uh, open mic is you're doing it on spec. You're You're basically doing it
1: on spec. Um, If you do stuff for the government, like if you're a designer or a production company or whatever, sometimes they'll require you to do some spec stuff first before they yeah. actually pay you to do anything. Yeah. Uh, if you're pitching a movie or a TV show and sometimes they want visualizations, they want what is this going to look like? You know, because a lot of people don't have imaginations and you have to create things and bring in like vision boards and mood boards and and actual artist renditions. All of that is done on spec. Or in other words, you're doing it for free to convince them to eventually hire you and pay you.
0: Yeah, so a lot of I get a lot of questions about this, especially from speakers. Um, and matter of fact, one just showed up in my mailbox today okay. request for you to speak. And I look at it, and I'm not seeing um, this is our budget. Do you mm-hmm. fit into that? <laughs> yeah. I'm not seeing any mention of budget, and I know a lot of people want to be speakers, get that a lot. Um, speak for free. And you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna let you sell your book.
1: Ah, right. So
0: maybe I'll make forty dollars. Isn't that nice of them? So um, people say, "Well, do I do that? You know, should I work for 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 free?" Mm -hmm. And a lot of people work for free a lot and make a lot of money. So I want to really talk about how to get back your power Mm -hmm. because especially the writing business um it used to be uh hardly anybody wrote for spec Mm -hmm. you got optioned and paid to write a screenplay and you got paid an awful lot Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden something turned and everybody is writing on spec yeah so i'd like to first start with um You know, people who are performing, people out there who are comics and speakers. Mm -hmm. We've talked a lot in this broadcast how to, you know, move from free to fee. But here I'd like to talk about the advantages of working on spec Mm -hmm. and using it to get what you want and using free gigs to make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Okay? So...
1: So so if I'm a if I'm a brand new speaker, um, let's say I don't have I, I'm new to it. I just kinda got my first speech figured out. I kinda know what my audience is. I kinda think and should I be speaking for free or should I be waiting? What what should I be doing?
0: Okay. So here are some things that you need to ask yourself. When someone asks you to speak, oh no, no, we don't have a budget. It's for free and we'll pay for your gasoline, Mm -hmm. or we'll pay for something. Well, a lot of people think that's the end of the negotiation, but to tell you the truth, that is the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I have done free gigs where I've made over $50,000 from them. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is you have to look at the audience, like who is going to be there. Mm -hmm. That's number one. And you have to look at what your goals are. So, for instance, okay, here are the reasons to speak for free. Number one, can you videotape me? Yeah. Get somebody to videotape me. Because if it's going to be um, in a, you know crummy utility room and you know what do they call it uh, multi-purpose room yeah,
1: multi-purpose room. right and session. there's a
0: door open behind you with people passing by mm-hmm. and you're not even on a stage you're standing there and there are waiters walking in front of you yeah that's not going to be a good video so mm-hmm. i always go like wow if this is going to be on a stage they're not paying me my rate or they pay, or it's for free.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, if I can get a good video out of it, like a professional video, I'm going. Uh, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it Mm -hmm. because I'm going to get a new video. And Mm -hmm. that's so important to keep up your video. And then when you do like an hour speech, you can um, get little clips from that and you can use that, send it to Speaker Bureau, send Mm -hmm. it out, start posting one every week. So your payment in this
1: case is is collateral. You're getting some sort of collateral. You're getting marketing material from this free gig that you're doing.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's it's worth its weight in gold. Because if that free gig can get you a $10,000, $15,000 speaking gig, mm-hmm. then hell, why not do it? Um, there's a lot of um, other reasons to do it. Um, it depends who I'm in front of. Okay. So like for instance, right now I'm working with um, physicians. I'm writing speeches for physicians who want to have professional speaking careers. And I charge them appropriately to write their speech. Mm -hmm. And so let's say I'm performing in front of physicians, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? And maybe I'm going to, if that is my purpose to get more clients, then what I would do is include a story about one of my speaking clients
1: Oh, so so you're adapting your content now for the audience as well.
0: Yeah, because I'm going like, what do I want out of this gig? You have to know what you want out of a gig. Mm. So um, if I want to get clients, let's say I'm an accountant, and they're asking me to speak for free in front of, uh, let's see, people who are retiring. And that's the people I want as my clients. that works really really well so you adjust so I had an accountant who did that uh, she wasn't getting paid she was speaking for free um, but then I changed the content to include a story about a client um, who went from um, when her husband died to having you know almost homeless because she didn't even know the code words you know to his passwords to his computer. Mm-hmm and how she changed her life around. Now she owns her own home. She's doing really well. She's going on great uh, vacations. I called her. I said, so how's, you know, are you speaking? He goes, no, I can't do it anymore. I go, what happened? I felt so bad because that's what I do. I coach Mm -hmm. people. She goes, well, every time I speak, practically everybody in the audience wants, you know, me to be their accountant, and I can't take on any new clients. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and that is, like, worth its weight in gold. Yeah. So if you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and you're looking for clients, if you're a coach um, looking for clients or or customers, um, then speaking for free, like, for instance, I just coached a CEO of a pharma company, and he's speaking to venture capitalists, mm-hmm. people who have money, convincing them to give him money. Mm-hmm. So, again, I wrote him a speech that had a quite a compelling story about his company. Okay. And since he started giving that speech, um he went from talking in data to talking in stories, and the response has been overwhelming because he grabs people emotionally. Okay. So those are all reasons to 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 speak another one is followers. Mm-hmm. Um I'm shocked that when people speak for free, or do comedy for free, like I went to a showcase. And I saw some people, like I saw maybe uh, 12 comics.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And some of them were really great. Uh, yeah, And I'm drinking, mm-hmm. right? I'm having a great time. Um, and I leave the theater going, wow, that comic, what's her name, was really good. Mm-hmm. And maybe two weeks later, I went, what was that comic's name? And I have no way to get that comic's name, her Twitter feed Mm -hmm. her facebook feed nothing so what i always do when i speak is to do a giveaway Mm -hmm. and say hey you guys hey anybody want to do a ted talk um you know i'll send you a free how to do a ted talk and how to apply Mm -hmm. Uh, just take take out your phones right now text me email me whatever i'll send that right to you so let's say i'm performing for a lot of people all of a sudden i've got 500 new followers Mm -hmm. Right? And that pumps up me. That's another reason to speak or perform on spec. But, you know, do something on... If you're a comic, Mm -hmm. do something funny about your... um, You know, just say, follow me on Facebook. What's your name? (laughs) How do we follow you? You know, have something that you're wearing with with that on it. You know, people like you. Mm -hmm. Get them to follow you because... That translates into, you know, before you even get a book deal, they go, well, how many followers do you have?
1: Yeah. Well, it, and the other thing for comics, too, is don't just do your set and leave. You know, work the room, hang out, network, talk to people, share yeah. your information, get it out there. You know, if you were, I think the, the one of the greatest takeaways uh, that you said was you need to know what you want out of the gig. And if you're working on spec, okay, I'm not going to get paid for this you need to sit down and figure out okay can i get promotional material can i expand my audience can i get in front of more people who will pay is this is this the type of group that's going to you know spread the word is is this going to be an organic traffic possibility for me you know you have to think about that stuff instead of just going oh they're not going to pay me you know you have to think about what it is you want to get out of it and then work that into whatever negotiation you're doing
0: absolutely and the number one reason to do anything on spec um, is to work out your material. Mm. Um, I just saw it was Sunday night. I was at the end cabaret and I saw a lot of famous performers who get paid a lot of money Mm. and, they weren't making much that gig, if anything, mm-hmm. but they were working out their new material. And so it, that's super important because, you know, if you're going to do a Netflix comedy special, you've got to work it out. Mm-hmm. And so the competition over working for Spec is enormous. The competition to be a non paid intern at a studio or for a producer mm-hmm. or for an agent is enormous. Like, People in L.A. will just, like, claw their way to get anywhere to work for free now. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the sitch that we're in. So um, I don't think it's a good situation. When I was doing comedy, um, well, the comedy clubs, we weren't getting paid until we struck. And then we, Mm. you know, because they were making so much money off of us. Yeah. But you have to see where your power is yeah
1: and you know so on one side we have the performers so what about the non-performers what about the visual artists the writers the those types of people who are being hired or working on spec to where they're going in creating something and then delivering that product for free um you know it, it kind of changes depending on the, on the industry, but what do you, what do you think about you know, if you're in Well, that, here's that the situation.
0: thing. I always have a contract, no matter what. Because mm, okay. contracts aren't always... Are, are, money is just one thing about a contract. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, um, one of my students in the Message of You University said um, she got a gig, mm-hmm. and they're paying her $5,000. Um, and she was upset because they weren't paying for her accommodations, or her plane fare, mm. and she hasn't done. This is the first time she's getting paid. Mm-hmm. She says, oh, "Is it okay? Should I accept it?" I said, "Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Of course you accept it, and then you negotiate other things. Mm-hmm. You go, I usually get paid for you know this or that, but in lieu of that, here are some things that I would like. Can you can I have a write up in your newsletter?"
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, can I have emails of who, uh, the attendees, mm-hmm. you know, w- whatever it is. But as far as writing, um, unfortunately, writers do not have a lot of power, especially yeah. beginning writers. I mean, we all know the joke. Did you hear about the stupid, used to be the Polish, right? <laughs> but you can't do that. The, did you hear about the stupid actress? You know, she's left with the writer, oh, right? Okay, that yeah. old joke. So... Um, it's I think it's 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 really hard being a writer. But once again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you have to look, what are you getting out of it?
1: Yes. Um, I actually have been through the writer's experience of being ran around on spec a million times. One of the biggest things that you'll find for people who ask for spec work is, Uh, you'll get a lot of spec requests from people who are not decision makers. You'll get people who are, you know, especially people who will claim to be like representation. I'm a agent or I'm a manager or I'm a producer. I liked this script. I saw that you submitted to this, that, or whatever, but I think it could use some changes before we could sell it. Uh, Could you do a rewrite with this? Could you possibly do this with it? So, One of the biggest things is what you said earlier is the contract. Whenever someone wants you to work for free, especially if you're a creative where you're developing something and then delivering something, I have always find that you need to put the parameters of what you're willing to do, because if you don't put any parameters, if you're just excited that someone is actually interested in something that you created and you just say, yeah, sure. Great. You will, you will burn yourself out from that industry because people will just run you and say, Oh, good. Could you do this? Could you do that? thing. And suddenly you're, you're doing specs for 12 different, you know, Producers who aren't actually going to do anything,
0: and it's because you don't have representation, mm-hmm. and um, and even
1: the the agents and the managers will do this to you as well. Oh, oh yeah. I could represent you if you wrote more. You know horror comedies. If you so take your script and turn it into a horror comedy, and then you turn it into a horror comedy, and they go, "Well, that's not quite it," but this just came out and that seems to be popular. Could you write something like that? And you go, "Oh, and you take it." Oh, back. it never ends. Oh, and it'll be endless.
0: It it never ends. You know that's what happened to me mm-hmm. with um, um, the last book that I published for a publisher. And I won't mention any names, but they wanted um, a proposal, then another proposal, then Mm -hmm. a page-by-page proposal. And then they didn't return any calls. And so I'm all about taking, um, finding a workaround, which I think we had a podcast on that topic on workarounds. I'm all one about workarounds. Listen, everybody, everybody out there in the creative field. Um, We're screwed every day. From the moment we wake up, we are screwed. And not in a comfortable way, okay? (laughs) It's not good. We are shit on, we are screwed, and we are taking advantage of it. Okay? So welcome to the world of performing. That's why anybody who gets anywhere successful will have contracts and writers, you know, only red M&M's. Yeah. You know, because yeah. because of all the shit that they had to do on spec mm-hmm. for free, right? So the sitch is, you got to do it. You yeah. just bend over and say yes, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the situation, unfortunately, with the arts in this country. Yeah. It's like, you know, and, and I have even um, had a, you know, I've pretended to be my own representation mm-hmm. Pam Kelly. Judy will not work like that. You know You've got to give me a better offer because I'm going to bring it to Judy and mm-hmm. I know she will laugh in my face. So, yeah. you know, like, so exactly. I I, it was me, mm-hmm. but I just pretended to be someone else and that was really helpful. Right? Well, <laughs> I, I think one of
1: the big things is is it's the parameters you, you place on it. You know, mm-hmm. in other words, you are going to have to work for spec. You are going to have to do free stuff. You are going to have to create things for people who will not pay you, but you have to lay down the, the 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 law of what it is you're willing to do when I went through the experience me and my writing team we did not have the guts to say okay we will gladly do rewrites for you but you need to get us at least 2 sit down meetings with somebody
0: yes that's you know? another thing like sometimes, and we yeah never
1: said that and we should have said that right at the beginning um, in creative work at the professional and corporate level most of the time, with 99% of businesses, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise, there's a deposit and then there is the final payment. There's always some sort of deposit, retainer, something to keep you on. In spec, you don't get either. So you've got to create your own deposit and your own final payment. If someone wants you to create a video for their whatever, I always say, okay, if you want me to do it for free for exposure, then I need to witness that exposure first. Yeah. So, the first thing we do is you're going to have a dinner with me and another one of your people who could use my type of service and we're all going to sit down and talk to each other. You do that, then I'll start on your spec. Then and when we then do And then
0: um... I'll start on your spec. Yeah. That's so smart because you know after you deliver and you go, hey, remembered you said? Remember you said no, you're remember gonna you were going to introduce me to somebody? Yep. No, it doesn't happen. I I did that um, with my speaking gigs where I would do um, less than normal fee, mm-hmm. um, which I call my undisclosed fee, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, yeah, we won't tell anybody you work for, you you worked for less than your published fee. Mm-hmm. So, but I said, but but I'd like you to You know, there um, a state. Thing and I said I want to you know meet the um, who who books the national mm-hmm. the national gigs oh yeah we will be no problem we'll we'll give you a list we'll introduce you mm-hmm. but I waited till after I did the gig and then oh yeah, yeah well tell them I called uh, can you can mm-hmm. they call back no mm-hmm. they're not going to call back so timing as in comedy is you know it's important in these negotiations and and ask them for something maybe that they they can give you, Mm -hmm. that you can get a yes from them that doesn't cost them anything. Mm -hmm. Can we meet? Hey, do you think you can arrange for me to be a guest on this podcast? Yep. You know, I mean, things like that, that they make a call, and it's it's no sweat off them, Mm -hmm. right? It's one email. It's one call. Happy to do it.
1: And plus, this is a really great litmus test for the people who are trying to rip you off. Because if you say... I will gladly do something for spec, but you need to do one of those, the following something that doesn't cost them any money, but does demonstrate that they have some sort of pull influence ability somewhere down the road could do something. Not, and they say no to that. Then, you know, they're planning on screwing you. So yeah. you can go no nope, and walk away. And those people will hammer at you and hammer at you for free stuff until the, as the day is long, <laughs> but you'll know right for the back. Okay. If you're not willing to sit down with me and introduce me to somebody, if you're not willing to get me on a conference call, if you're not willing to help get me on a podcast or some other project that you're working on, you can't do any of those things, then you're never going to be able to be able to pay me. So why am I doing any spec work? Yeah, (laughs) that
0: will really weed out people who are really using you. I mean, you improvers all know yes and, Mm -hmm. yes and. So when you do spec work, go... This is the final tip for this, okay? <laughs> Let's go say yes, and um, I'll write it up. It'll take me a lot of hours, da, da, da. You know, put it t- talk about how much time it's going to take for you. I'm willing to do that. And will you um, help me with blah, blah, X, Y, Z, get me um, in this magazine, introduce me to X, Y, Z, get me on someone's podcast as a guest? um you know can we send out a release about this can you put it in variety you know something that they're going to give you and everybody say this word with me no <laughs> like everybody let's practice ready no, no. <laughs> i'm just a girl who can't say can't say it i say yes 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 but you know the truth is when i started to say No to spec work was when real magic happened because then i you know nature abhors a vacuum Mm -hmm. and when you start eliminating the people who are toxic will just you know stick a straw in you and suck all your creativity out Mm -hmm. or use you um when you let go of that it, it, there's a vacuum. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you'll you'll be getting other things in your life. I mean, I've just decided that i'm I'm eliminating um, teaching a whole lot of classes. Mm-hmm. Gone. Done. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I got really nervous about that because big decrease in income. Mm-hmm. And I went and then all of a sudden, emails started to come in. From all sorts of other more interesting venues, mm. more interesting opportunities, mm-hmm. things I haven't, and and I, and it happened on the uh, day after I decided to quit, which mm-hmm. was nerve-wracking. And of course, we have a podcast on quitting, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. But don't be afraid to say no, mm-hmm. because when you you know slam a door on something, there will be a window that opens. Mm-hmm. And also, don't be afraid to say yes, because when you're beginning in your career, and someone wants you to write a lot for free, there's something incredibly um, compelling about somebody waiting. For your work, Mm -hmm. someone giving you a deadline. And sometimes that's worth its weight in gold. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofview.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening and let's find your message and launch your career.